Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, it's a game that we should not lose. Um, good first half, tactical type game. Uh, continues into the second half and, and we're able to take the lead. Uh, I really thought that our ability at 1-0 just to keep pushing things forward uh, and get the second goal uh, in that moment, step our play up, raise our level. Um, it's easy to mention on the second goal, um, just that when we're deep in the corner that it, you know, Mark tries to play a pass out. Sometimes we're able to do that. This time it turns over and we don't step to Medina quickly enough. Uh, and then at 1-1 we have... Uh, obviously a huge chance with Carlos, one that you'd normally say is money in the bank. Uh, I didn't, I thought we controlled the game until somewhere uh, after, you know, maybe it's it's somewhere around 80, where there's just a few times where we're getting stuck with some balls, and now, you know, they had brought on some Tajuri Shradi and... Uh, Magmo is the Brazilian. I'm sorry. I, I, in the moment, I forget his name. Uh, and so they, they, their subs came on and gave them a little energy. But I think we still got caught uh, in some moments just getting stuck with the ball. And, and that led to some of these situations that went forward. Um, I think that led to the corner. Uh, flick at the near post. Uh, you know, we tried to make sure that we protect the front zone. But Morales got there, got a little flick. And we weren't able to deal with it at the back. So in the end, a very, very uh, frustrating day. Frustrating way to, to have a game at home, feel like we're playing pretty well, and then not come away with three points and, and actually not come away with any points. Then said, hi, uh, how are you doing for me here? Okay. Um, can you tell me if in Ecuador, because they ask for chicken seafood for the Ecuador team, Thank you. Uh, I believe they were both on the preliminary list, and as far as I understand, uh, only Cheeky is on the uh, the list at the moment, and Sifu is not. Thanks. Hi, Bob. You you mentioned that play that Carlos had. Uh, he did end up having ninety minutes, his first ninety minutes of the season. How do you see him in terms, you know, confidence wise, health wise, in a play like that in particular that? in other circumstances we would see him make? I see it the same way all of you see it. That's a play that Carlos makes 999 times out of 1,000. So um, we continue to work with him. Look, anybody can miss a chance, so it happens. So that's the one out of 1,000 for, for someone like Carlos. But it's the ability to – for him, we've got to just continue to um, – find good work games. Uh, I've mentioned that to get him back to the level, his best level, that's, it's going to take a continuous period of training and games. 
And just to follow up, in general, you've mentioned before, like the little details, especially when when you're up in a game like this, how can you just keep on building on that and working so things like, like this don't happen? Yeah, there's, there's no answer to that question. Uh, Edward and Mark are good players. Um, then in certain moments of the game, if they take an extra touch or they don't look uh, around enough, then it's possible that they lose a the ball they shouldn't lose. Uh, and, and so you, how do you work on that? You work on their concentration. You work on them looking around more. You, uh, we made a reminder at halftime when, when we were in control of the game that uh, the way NYC FC set up today, they still they would make a little group of three or four to try to pressure that first line of passes, the ones that would go between the center backs and either Edward or Mark, and then see if they could if we made a bad pass or a bad touch, see if they could take advantage of that. So, you know, that's, that's their tactical idea. And, and then we've got to be good enough and smart enough um, in a tight game against a good team to make sure that uh, those kind of plays don't happen. And, and so when we talk about little things, it's just like that. It's, it's taking your best players and, and seeing what we can do to help them all uh, raise their level a little bit. Thank you for that. Our next question is for Alicia. Go ahead, Alicia. Thank you. Uh, Bob, I wanted to ask about Diego Rossi. Uh, it appeared to me that he was dropping back a little bit deeper today. And um, I don't know if that was something that was by design or if it was him, you know, trying to, to find the game and, and get uh, more involved and get some more space. So I was wondering if you could uh, discuss that a little bit, if, if that was something that you uh, asked him to do to, to, to move back a little bit further. No, the only time that he we changed what he did is when we brought Danny Masovsky on, and then we did move Diego back um, to see if he could get a ball, pick up a ball in midfield with the ability to run at people. Uh, prior to that, he was one of the, the three attackers. Uh, they ended up deep with five guys in a line, and so in different moments in terms of trying to find space, you know, he came off the back line a little bit. He got into the box a few times, but not as often as we would have liked and wasn't as dangerous as, as we would hope. Um, they did have moments when their line was high, but uh, I didn't think we did a good enough job timing passes. Some of our attempts, especially in the first half, to get behind their line were straight down the middle, and they were overhit too easy for... Uh, uh, Sean Johnson to deal with. Uh, I think Sands still did a good job tracking players on a couple plays, but I, I don't think overall that we did enough uh, with the, the, the kind of deep runs in the right moment to take advantage of the space, and that's certainly something that we would count on Diego for. Hi, Bob. Uh, with the international break coming up, you know, for someone like Kim Moon-Han, who's still recovering his fitness uh, after a long injury uh, layoff, is it a concern for you at all that he's now flying halfway across the globe to play three games in a week before he flies back to L.A. to, to, to join you guys? Yes, that's the, that's the nature of, of international call-ups. And depending upon a player's form and fitness, uh, a player's situation when they come into a new club, uh, it's a challenge. Um, but, of course, we, we respect uh, that players uh, want to be part of national teams, and there's a responsibility there as well. But it's, uh, it's always challenging, and I think his situation is a, is a really prime example of what you're, you're saying. Hey, Bob, just two quick ones on my end. Um, first one, was there any 
uh, thoughts coming in with minutes restrictions for Carlos and did the goal change that or was uh, just an idea of him go, being able to go 90 fully? And then the second part is just um, on the mentality going into the break, as we've talked about, uh, tough start throughout the past few weeks. What, what, what is what is the, I guess, the the way that you perceive this break uh, being to you guys and able to kind of just bounce back and come in with a fresh mindset when you guys play against uh, Houston back here at home in a few weeks? Yeah, we must continue to get better. Um... I've said it too many times that I think there's periods of really good football, but uh, moments when we need to raise the level, moments where we need to push teams back a little more, um, we still we haven't been as dangerous as we can be. Uh, so today I think would be another example of that. And we just have to keep working. Um, when I say working, because it's an easy thing to say, that's th- that means you're trying to get if you've got good players but you don't feel that they're at their best right now, then we've got to find a way with each player also to, to uh, push them in training, show them little things that they did on their best days and, and get as many guys back to top level. And then we've got to continue as a group to iron out little, little things in terms of attacking ideas, uh, movements of our front runners, uh, situations where we might have an opportunity to counter press and win the ball so those are the things that get worked on on a regular basis attacking and defending set pieces of course uh, so we we continue because we believe in in the way we we work and when we go through a stretch where the results aren't uh, as good as as we know they must be then we have to just stick to uh, an honest way of, of getting at things and getting better uh, Carlos was somewhere between 75 and 90. The pace of the game, uh, especially in the first half, wasn't great. So I think it, it allowed him to get through the game. Um, but that's not the key indicator. Um, Carlos is smart, so he can always get through a game if he picks his spots. The idea is, is obviously through training and more games to get him to where he pushes and is, and is a real threat throughout the whole game. And so that's still the, the goal for us. ¿Cómo te sentiste en este partido, los primeros ya 90 minutos que pudiste disputar de este torneo, en el, en el tema de, de confianza, de, de estar fino, ¿no? Eh, vimos esa jugada que, que fue complicada, normalmente vemos a, a, que logras concretar ese tipo de jugadas, pero ¿cómo te sentiste? Bueno, obviamente no al 100%, creo que queda mucho, mucho camino para para conseguir mi mejor nivel. Estoy trabajando duro para, para conseguirlo lo más rápido posible. Obviamente eso se consigue con entrenamientos, con partidos y, y pues este parón va a venir bien para poder prepararme mejor y, y cuando, vuelvo a, cuando vuelvo a la liga estar ya listo para realmente aportar lo que mi, mi equipo espera de mí. ¿Cómo ves al equipo en el estado en el que se encuentra? Ha sido un arranque complicado, el tema de jugadores importantes, como en tu caso, que no han estado al 100%, pero ¿qué, qué falta en esos pequeños detalles? ¿no? Hoy, hoy estaban en, en ventaja y ciertas desatenciones puede ser que terminan quedándose sin unidades en casa. Sí, no, no es obviamente el, el inicio que queríamos, pero, pero no estoy preocupado. Yo creo que el equipo tiene la calidad suficiente para, para estar en los puestos de arriba y, y nos estamos preparando. Obviamente hay gente que se está recuperando, hay gente que está 
poco a poco llegando a su mejor nivel y, y yo creo que eso va a ayudar a que podamos volver a estar donde debemos estar. Carlos, quería saber en, en su mente o de su, su vista los problemas que, que este equipo está teniendo en este comienzo de la temporada, ¿qué son? Porque Bob habla mucho que son algunos jugadores que no están al 100 o se presente que es algo diferente, que en, en su vista, ¿qué es? No, yo creo que sobre todo en la, en la parte ofensiva, Diego tuvo una lesión a principio de año, yo vengo saliendo también de una lesión, creo que somos jugadores que, que les, el equipo necesita y espera mucho de nosotros y, y de momento no estamos al 100, obviamente como lo dije, estamos trabajando fuerte para recuperar nuestro mejor nivel y, y pronto lo veremos y luego lo demás, todo es cuestión de, de recuperar la confianza, de volver a a recuperar nuestro mejor fútbol y, y conforme vayan mejorando los resultados, el equipo va a ir mejorando el funcionamiento y, y el juego. I don't think there is one specific answer for what is the one thing we need to do uh, to get to our best level. I think throughout a lot of the season we played some great soccer and we've been on top of teams. I just think There's times where maybe our mentality slips a little bit, our focus slips a little bit, and I would say today I think we're the better team for so much of that game. After the goal, I think the next 10 minutes we're really putting pressure on them, and then we try try and play out of the back end, it doesn't quite work, but I think that's something where we're a team that wants to have the ball, we're going to be looking to play out of the back, so... Stuff like that's going to happen occasionally. It's the risk we take to play that style of soccer. And so um, I think I trust the guys in our team that that's not going to be something that's going to be happening a lot. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we definitely need to look back at some stuff and see over the next couple of weeks that we have a little bit of time in between the next game and just take a look at ourselves. What have we been doing well? What are the things that we really need to work on and sharpen up on? Thank you for that. Our next question comes from Andy. Go ahead. Hey, Corey. Now it's uh, two games now with uh, with Carlos back on the field. I just wanted to know what do you see that's a little different than the beginning games without him being out there? Obviously, the, the attack kind of changes in, in different dynamics, but... Today it seemed like it was it was more so back to stagnant. Maybe that was just the way that New York presented itself. But what do you see that's different on the pitch now with him alongside the attack with you and Diego? I think part of that's due to them in the back five, uh, especially first half sitting pretty deep. Uh, makes it tough for us where there's not a lot of space because they have so many guys behind the ball. Um, but I think Carlos brings so many things to the team with his leadership what he can do on the ball, off the ball. So I think for us, we're excited he's back. And I think the next couple of weeks between the next uh, – now and the next game is going to be great for his fitness and just getting up to full strength. Uh, he obviously has had a couple injuries in the past and then one at the beginning of the season. So I think once – this break is over, you're going to see him at his best, fully fit again. And I think that's going to make everyone else on our team that much better because of the attention he draws as such an elite player in this league. 
Corey. Next question goes to Katya. Go ahead. Thank you. Hey, Corey. What's the message within the group after this game and going into the break in terms of the things that you guys have to keep on working to, you know, push through the the rough start that it's not the start that that everybody wanting. Understanding that they're a key player that have been injured and trying to recover that best level. Um, I think it just all around, we're kind of under the impression it just hasn't been good enough from the entire group. Uh, despite, like I said earlier, and like I still believe that I think we've played some fantastic stuff throughout, I would say, probably the majority of the season. Um, the little slip-ups have really cost us, whether it's just lack of focus or even on the ball, we're not as sharp. I know there's been games where I haven't been sharp on the ball, and that makes the flow of our attack just a little bit slower, or we're not quite connecting the passes like we want to. Um, just all around, I think everyone in the locker room can look at themselves and be like, hey, I could do a little bit better, myself included. So I think we're going to go away for a little bit. Um, really just focus on the training ground, look at video, see exactly what we need to be focusing on. A little bit of time in between games gives us time to train a little bit more, a little harder, focus on some other things. So I think it'll be good for us.